Welcome everyone to Voice of the Valley here in the Horn Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studios. I'm your host Dave Bell. 428-9494 is the phone number. 928-428-9494. Happy Wednesday everybody. Hope you're having a good day. Uh, here's the deal. You're, you're never supposed to acknowledge when you when there's a mistake. That's the rule. Like uh, when you're on stage, whether you're a musician or an actor, it doesn't matter. If, if you're an actor and you miss a line, you're never supposed to acknowledge it because the audience probably doesn't know. Okay. It's rare that people know. Um, for whatever reason, my system jumped to, it jumped over my intro music to my commercial music. I have no idea why. So, but I acknowledge it. I'm, I'm a firm believer in... I'm not going to pretend something didn't happen. I'm just going to acknowledge it. I don't know what happened. It's a system thing. Don't ask me. Uh, I hope you're having a good day. It is freezing cold out there. I don't like it, and it needs to stop right now. That's enough of that. Uh, We've had Christmas. The cold can go away. Now it needs to be 75 for the rest of uh, the year. All right, that's not going to happen. So instead, let's talk to Dorsha Fry and Adriana Cervantes. They're with Mount Graham Safe House. I'm so glad you guys are here. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you thank for, you having, for us. having us. Uh, we talked before we went on the air. I want to bring the, it's the first thing I got to bring up. Duncan, uh, you filled me in, but I, I'm hoping you can fill in the people. Uh, it is so important for Greenlee to have um, a a permanent standing facility. I mean, it's not that you're not providing services, but it's it's important to know that there's something right there in the county ready to help. And how are things going with the Duncan facility? Okay, well, we have purchased a piece of property, which most of you probably know. We've had it in the paper. Um, right now, we are waiting on a surveyor to come in and survey the property, and we are going to choose the spot where we're going to, uh, to set the modular home, probably where we're going to put in a septic and the parking lot, all those fun things. Um, after that, we're going to have someone come in and clear the property. I'm working with Katrina Lunt from Just Serve, and she is going to help me with that. I have some amazing men that are on the task force and that work with Tom Powers that are going to come in and they're providing the fill dirt and the AB and they're going to build up the property so we can put the modular home on it just in case there were to be some standing water. It can run off into the road. Duncan has a drainage issue. It, it just does. In fact, I think they got some... Congress, uh, some money out of Congress to help their drainage issues. Oh, cool. So, yes, you definitely need to build up almost any property in Duncan. Yes, and we're and we're is so excited for this when the it's going to be there, but we do not have an estimated date of when it will actually be up and running. We're just taking it one day at a time. It took us almost two years to find the piece of property that we have, but we are so excited. Duncan is being so helpful. All of Greenlee County uh, has been so generous and working really hard with us to help us get done what we need to get done. Uh, who's the supervisor down there? Is it Richard Lunt? Is is supervisor in Duncan? I think it's... I think so. Right, because Ron Campbell is Morency. Yeah, and David and Dave Gomez, Gomez is Clifton. Clifton. Okay, yes. all right. So I just want to make sure I got that right. Uh, 
I, in my dealings with with everybody on the board of supervisors and and the county manager repair, uh, it's been great. But I know nobody cares more about the town of Duncan than Mr. Lunt. So if if they're on your side, it's going to get done. Yay. <laughs> yeah, um, I might have to have sit down with Mr. Lent and and have a conversation and see what we can do. You know, that's always good to reach out there and network. Uh, the thing the thing that always impressed me about Greenlee County is uh, the supervisors are a, a partisan election. It's Democrat. It's Republican. It's 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 one of the elections that is. And it just seems in Greenlee more than any other area around here. That doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. It's all about who's the person. And, I, you know, I, I know Ron Campbell's a Republican. I think Lunt is a Republican. Gomez is Democrat. Doesn't matter. Right. Just just does not matter. All that matters is what can we do to help these folks? Yeah. And Ron Campbell was uh, not Ron Campbell. Sorry. Uh, uh, David Gomez was at our very first meeting regarding this whole thing. And he's been there all along. Um, and then Ron Campbell, his his wife and his daughter actually performed at my domestic violence event that I had out up there in um, October at the Gracia Park. It was absolutely, they're absolutely amazing. Bella, watch out for Bella. <laughs> yeah. She, she, she's going to be a star. Yeah, she's, um, they were, it was beautiful. It, they, when they sang, it made me cry. It yeah. was so pretty. Um, yeah. It's so, uh, there's just nothing but, but uh, good things ahead. Yes. Uh, with with Greenlee, yeah. And and county manager Rapier is doing a heck of a job. Oh, yes. And he's the one that helped find me my surveyor. I'm so excited. Yeah. yeah. So uh, really, really good things. Um, how are things going down here at the, at the Graham House for a safe house? Uh, it's going good. It's going good. We had a lot of, um, we wanted to thank the community for all their donations to help us get through the Christmas season. Holiday season, starting with Thanksgiving. So we had we've had a lot of generous people donating. Now I really, really, really want you guys to be empty, and and have nothing to do. Is um, but I'm assuming that's not the case, correct? Yours, yours is one of those services that I really hope you're bored. Never. I know, and that's <laughs> and not that, right now either. It's it, uh, we're we're we're, full house. we're almost full. Is is it? Is it trending because of the holidays, or are we seeing just a general uptick? No, we've got more people in the last couple of weeks. We were kind of um, empty for quite a, quite some time, Did? and the last few weeks we've gotten a lot of women in. I've 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 just in speaking with the county attorney, the number of felony cases they're processing is at a record high now he didn't tell me what type of cases right just that that felony cases uh is they've never had more um law enforcement has really been been going out there and making sure if there's a felony it's being charged um i'm assuming domestic violence and i i look at the police summaries it seems like domestic violence is is just on the upswing Am I wrong just in the last maybe month or two? You know, I think a lot has to do with the drug use. Is it? The stress over the holidays, you know, the un the employment rates, unemployment rates. Well, our unemployment's been low. Yeah. But, but I, I believe a lot of it, the domestic, you know, it stems from somewhere. So and I, I think that it has to do a lot with that. Do do we have any specific counseling um, 
I know there's counseling within Safe House, and and you're helping those that are victims. We don't actually have a counselor in house, but we have it's advocates. Referred to. We we refer them out. Yeah, yeah, we refer them out. But we do have advocates that work weekly with their clients. Actually, we work daily with them. But we sit down weekly, go over goals, help them find the resources to meet those goals. We're what we're trying to do is help them. Um, come in, get settled, you know, get decide where they, which way they want to go and find the resources that can help them get there. And we have a housing program that yes. it, it not only helps domestic violence victims right now, but we also offer a help for homeless and which was, is new. We didn't do homeless housing before. So that is available now. The problem with that is we're not finding housing. Mm. Housing is very scarce here in Graham County. Very. Um, and then also, you know, the 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 rates of rental is rental is going up. Rent rent rates are going up. Yeah, I just saw yesterday our average rental is eleven hundred dollars. So now I they're asking. It's, it's a it's a staggering amount to my mind uh, because if I'm renting, chances are I'm not earning fifty or sixty thousand dollars a year. Yes. Chances are I'm earning minimum wage or just a little above it. And I don't know that you can afford that. And a lot of the a lot of the renters are asking for three times the amount to, for you to make three times the amount of the rental. To move in? To move in. First and first, last in a security. No, they're asking for three times the amount that you earn three times the amount per month. Oh, oh, that you're oh, earning. If, okay. if your earn if your rent is eleven hundred, they are expecting you to Bring in thirty three hundred dollars a month. Oh, to, that that's your salary. Yes. I got it. Okay. And to make thirty three hundred dollars a month, they're gonna have to make over twenty something dollars an hour. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 scary. The reason I brought up um, counseling is, and I, I don't want you to take this as it's not meant in, an, in as an insult. Yours is a reactionary group. You you jump into action when somebody has suffered domestic violence and you're there to help. And I'm so glad you're there. That's why I say this is not a negative, but what do we have on the proactive side? Uh, do we, do we have anybody that can help folks identify their background that makes them more, more likely to engage in abusive behavior or more likely to engage with someone who? exhibits a, uh, abusive behavior because we know a lot of this stems from childhood yes. yes, and, and what we experienced as children, if we grew up in an abusive household, we're more likely to be victims and or abusers. Well, we do offer a safe dates class to the high schools and Dorsha's working on an assembly yeah, I, I did. Yeah, I, I teach safe dates at the Marinci High School, and I'm also doing an assembly, assembly presentations now because um, when Jeremy Ford was the Greenland County attorney, he, he and Rob Gilliland and Leslie Jarvis all thought that it would be good if we had, um, once we were teaching the safe dates, if we had a refresher with all the other students because they were seeing that the women that were being abused had a case against them they would recant after and he said maybe if we teach them ahead of time 
there won't be so many recants, but maybe there won't be so many cases because they'll know not to get in those relationships. So that's what we're trying to do at Marinzi High School, and we're trying to do it here in Gila Valley. Yes, we've had a little setback this year. Um, now we have to go through, like, um, the curriculum board of Unified School District has to approve it all this year. So the only class I've been able to go into was Mount Graham High School. And everybody, we're still waiting on Thatcher, Pima, and Safford to approve it. Well, if correct me if I'm wrong, Mount Graham students tend to be at most risk, correct? Um, I think, you know, I... I'm, I'm not diminishing the fact that it can happen at Thafford, at Safford, Thatcher, Pima, Fort Thomas, but because it's an alternative school, something has happened in that those children's lives to cause them to move out of the traditional school system. I think a lot of times students just fall... There's a lot of students that just fall behind. That the that they go there and they could catch up and they even graduate earlier before their time. Okay. So it's I wouldn't say they're necessarily because I, I know there have been some that you know young ladies gotten pregnant or yeah there's there's children you know, there's young ladies there with they have a daycare on site I believe and, right and um, I'm glad they're they're in school and I'm glad they're moving forward. This is again not a knock just simply something in their life caused them to be at a slightly different school. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, a lot of the times it's just you know they're, they've fallen behind. It's not necessarily you know something's going on at home, okay. but you know something goes on at home, and even in regular high school. Oh, of course. I've had children. I have some of the students come up to me and talk to me, you know, on this after class, and you know, I just encourage them to you know pay attention, uh, watch for the red flags, you it, know, because that's where it starts in it, early childhood. You know, setting your boundaries. Setting your boundaries. It, it's shocking to me how many homeless students we have. And you don't know that unless you speak with the school nurses or the school counselors and you discover there's a lot of kids living with mom in a car right now. And nobody knows it because the kids go to school every day, but, you know, they're wearing the same clothes and, and, and you know, they don't necessarily have something to eat on the weekend. And so... There's there's a lot of it in all of our schools. Yes, that's so, sad. Yeah. Um, well, the, the reason I ask for counseling, especially at the young adult stage, is if we can alert people to these behaviors, whether it's towards abuse or being a victim of abuse, hopefully we can we can keep you guys bored. We really, <laughs> yeah. I really want you guys to be bored. You know, I when I first got hired, and we would like this so early when I first got this position. Fridays were kind of a slower day, and we would it was just Dorsha and I, and we'd be like, you know, it's kind of take a breather and catch up, and it hasn't been like that for a while. No. There is no slow down days right now, and that's okay. Keeps you busy, keeps you busy, and you know. Um, going. We do offer, though, you were asking what we offer. We offer, um, there's groups every day. We have a group every day during the day. We have a domestic violence group, sexual assault. Parenting. Parenting class. We have somebody coming in. And anybody could come to our groups. It doesn't have to be just um, necessarily the women there. It's open to anybody in the in the community. We have a thirst, thoughtful Thursday class. And uh, Dorsha holds a cooking. It's either a cooking or baking class on Fridays. We have children's advocacy in the evenings. In the evenings, they have cl- groups with the women and the children. Um, and that should be noted that that you're set up to help uh, 
a parent escaping abuse of some sort who has a child or, yes. or children, correct? Yes. Yes. Um, how are you on space, though? Do, you, do, you, do we need to start looking at increasing the space for you um, as, well, as a community? Because well, what we're looking at is trying to get see if we could get somebody to donate some land and maybe get some apartments built. Because, you know, we're, we would like to have those, you know, like, I think what we're working to do is go from being in-house and then transitional housing. Mm-hmm. You know, and like I said, the, the rates for rental are, are pretty high out here. So when you have a, uh, you know, single mother with a couple of kids coming in from a, a domestic abuse, you know, getting a job is not necessarily the first thing on their mind. They're trying to get out of there. So we would like to have, like, eventually a, a transitional housing. You know, it's funny. I hadn't really thought about it until you just said that. And I'm thinking, well, uh, our sober living facility does much the same, yes. tries to help folks, you know. Get them clean first. Get them clean, make sure that they are clean, then get them jobs, and then get mm-hmm. them back into the community. Well, these are folks who have family here who want to help them because they're wanting to help themselves so they have a place to go generally sometimes they burned every bridge yes you know (laughs) we understand that um but generally they have a place to go there's family here somebody who will take them in when you're a victim of abuse you may not necessarily have anyone the only one you may have here is your abuser right you cannot go back home a lot of times people don't understand it. They don't understand um, the abuse itself. They don't understand how you let it get to that point. Um, and so a lot of times people just don't want to be involved. They don't want to be involved, you know, have housing you there and then having the abuser come to your place, to your house to look for, you know, the victim. Right. And some of our uh, people that come in are actually, they come from different counties. We serve Graham Greenlee and Northern Cochise, but if someone's in domestic violence and they're, they need to get away from where they are, we will accept you know people from different counties here in Arizona. And they come here, they have nobody, and they have nobody else. That's Their family is somewhere else. So having this transitional housing would be amazing for them to be able to move from us into the transitional housing, still be able to receive the, the groups, all of the, the things services, that we are, the yeah. services that we offer. You know, no matter if you're a client, you come in, you're always a client. Even if once you leave, you go out, if you ever get into a position where you need us, we're always there. They can always come back to the safe house. Hey, um, my kids need some clothes for school. Uh, do you have a food box? I'm running a little short. I had a bill that I wasn't expecting. You know, things like that. We're always there for the clients. Yeah, you can get on your feet and a flat tire will knock you right back off. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 428-9494 is the phone number. We're going to take a quick break when we come back more with Adriana and Dorsha from the Mount Graham Safe House right after this. Welcome back to Voice of the Valley in the Horn Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studios. I'm Dave Bell. I'm here with Adriana Cervantes, Dorsha Fry, 
We're talking about Mount Graham Safe House, all the services that they offer. Uh, filling me in during the break on the uh, safe dating. Is that what you call it? Safe dating? Yes. Safe dating course that you guys uh, offer to the high schools. Um, whether or not the high schools take advantage of that, that's up to the school districts. Um, but yeah, any chance for for young people, especially to to recognize improper behavior, I think is a great thing. Um, and and it seems is it just me or do young people want that information? I get that impression talking to young people. They're they're much more attuned to social behaviors than than i think i was at that age i mean i was in my own little world <laughs> well we also yeah. didn't have social media around so you know that plays a big role in in the younger generation yeah so hopefully they're getting the good out of social media not the bad yeah and according to the surveys that i handed out after my class we we give them a little survey what they thought about the class and if i did a good job you know if they want to add any input my surveys were generally around four, the, the four mark, five being the highest. I was around a four. So that's, that's good. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, fingers crossed, you know, that we'll get all the districts on board and, yeah. and, and get these kids the information that they need, that the, the, you know, so that they don't make the mistakes maybe their parents yeah. Did. You know, not saying all parents, but maybe their parents did. Yeah. And they're prepared because, you know, it, if they're if they're not, they don't know what that is, and they get into a relationship where it's going on, they're not even going to recognize that something's going on unless they know what the warning signs are. There you are. We talked earlier about uh, needs for safe house. Of course, if you could find some transitional housing, that would be wonderful. I think the easiest way to get that done, though, is to contribute to safe house, right? Yes. So how can folks help financially? You could contribute your tax. Okay, how, did, how, did, how to use the taxable, the charitable tax credit? It's very simple to donate. Spend your donation to the Mount Graham Safe House up to $800 for joint filers and 400 for single filers. When it comes time to complete your Arizona taxes, enter your charitable donations amount. This amount will come directly off of any tax liability you may have. If you owe AZ taxes, this amount will reduce your amount you will have to pay. So, for example, if you donate $800 to, it goes directly to the safe house. When it comes time to do your taxes, if you don't have, if you don't have any tax liability, you'll get the $800 back on your Arizona. If you do have a tax liability, say, for instance, we do, yeah. it'll just, it'll just come off. It'll be like a payment, like a prepayment. So you're now you're paying in advance. You don't have to get that big bill at the end of the August 15th. And um, every dollar you donate goes to the safe house. The way I've, I've always understood it is one way or another, I'm paying. Yes. So, and, and having just as I, my Facebook memory told me I'm 30 years in Arizona this year, uh, for 30 years, I have owed the state of Arizona. I've never gotten a refund from the state. I got to pay that tax yeah. man. Tax man does not say, Oh, you can just forget about it this time. Nope, I got a beautiful letter last month. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. Um, I, I am going to pay that. The difference is, can I pay it? 
directly to an organization in my community or can I pay it to Phoenix and let Phoenix take that money? Well, I'd rather pay it locally here. Yeah, help, have it help someone here in our community. Now, if I if you don't, if if you're one of the folks that don't have a you, you don't have a bill when you fill your taxes out for the state of Arizona, you just get it back. There's no downside to this. I ju- I just fail to see there is one downside. The state of Arizona doesn't get as much money. And the legislature gets mad about that every year. And it's like, I don't care. You guys waste my money. But Safe House doesn't waste my money. No. And and it doesn't matter if it, which your your charitable choice is. I don't care if it's Secus. I don't care if it's Toothbuds. I don't care if it's GCRC Safe House, um, Search and Rescue. I don't care. They're not wasting my money. They're putting my money to good use in my community. So take advantage of this. The, the other thing I learned is this is, uh, we're talking about it right now because we're coming up on end of year. Yes. And everybody thinks, well, and I remember the first time I did my charitable contribution, I did it for my schools, my kids' school. Mm-hmm. And I hit that district office the last possible day. I got <laughs> I got in there at like 1130 on December 23rd, and I said, okay, here's my check. And, and I had to because otherwise I wouldn't have gotten it for that year. You can do this up until April 15th yes, for I, this year's taxes. I just found that out yesterday, too. Yeah. Because I was talking to Jeanette about that. And she's, I was like, yeah, man, I want to pay you $800 a day. And she's like, you have until the 15th of April. So that's what we're going to consider. So if if you're looking at your taxes this year, I know nobody's gotten their W. What do you get? W- W-2s. W-2s in the mail. You fill out a W-4 when you get hired. Uh, if you, I know nobody's gotten their W-2s yet, so you don't know what you're paying or not paying. But if you know you want to make this contribution, you got time. Yes, you have until April 15th. And you can spread it out, right? I mean, I don't have to give you a check for $800. Correct. I you can could. give you 100 this pay period. And, and we'll give you next. a receipt every time you come in and, and you do a donation, whether it's cash, check, um, clothing, anything you donate, we, we offer to give you a receipt for your taxes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Does, does, does a, a donation of a physical item count towards the tax credit? It does when you itemize. Oh, it does? Yes. Okay. I was not aware of that. Yeah. Okay. So, so you know, whenever you, a lot of people pass up the receipts because they don't need them. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, yeah. I'm on the GCRC board, so we donate to GCRC. <laughs> Just letting you know. Um, I, when we're, you know, doing clothing donations, although I did one to Monster Exchange just recently. Um, I don't take a receipt because my feeling is, because GCRC and St. Vincent and Safe House, it's okay. It's, it's all right. It's reality. It doesn't bother me. Um, all work together. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, Secus, yeah. you know, it doesn't matter if somebody needs something. Because I know Lane has called you guys over at GCRC and said, hey, we need, or you've called Lane and said, hey, can we get clothing? Or I, I get that. So it doesn't bother me where you donate. Everybody benefits. Yes. Yeah. Because like if we have an abundance there's somebody in this valley that's going to benefit one of the other nonprofits because we only have so much space. 
We yeah. have there's Angel's Closet too. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah, they're great. They don't charge anything for anything. Anybody can walk in there if they need clothing, shoes, and we donate a lot to them. Yeah. Also. So lots wherever you make your donation, trust me, everybody is going to benefit from yes. it. Yes. Yes. So uh, now for making a donation for tax credit purposes, do I go to you? Is there a website? Can I do it online? Yes, I, I'll can. be honest. I always feel uncomfortable coming to the safe house because I don't want anybody to feel, look, I'm a big man. I, I, I'm a tall, big man. Last thing I want to do is trigger somebody who's dealing with, with fear. Right yeah, now. and that's great. Thank you. We appreciate that. Yeah, so I, I'm hesitant to go to the safe house. If I wanted to make a donation, can I go online? You can, and it's at, I think I have it here. I should know it by heart, but I don't. It's, I believe it's just at malgramsafehouse.org. Dot, dot yes. Dot .org? Dot .org. Okay, so yeah, I can. It's org. Okay. So it's MT Graham or MT Graham SH dot org. There we go. Uh, so you can go online and do that if you're like me. And and it's not that I don't want to support you guys. I just I don't ever want somebody to to be worried because there's some big hulking brute coming walking through and yeah and, and i understand that you know and we appreciate it you know we do right here on the website it's there's a big old blue button that says donate there you go yeah perfect that's the way to do it and that's the way i recommend it just do it online and you'll get the receipt and you're good to go and that way hopefully if enough donations come in get that transitional housing yes that's that's we, we would love to have that happen that's really what's needed so it's mtgramsh.org uh dorsha fry adriana cervantes we got to have you guys back on we'll talk more about all the good that safe house is doing thank you we appreciate it and thank you all for listening as well i appreciate it every single day i'm out of here for right now but i'll be back tomorrow until then you guys have a great day